Now, here are Don Amici and Francis Langford as John and Blanche Dickerson in The Honeymoon is Over. For once, the walls of the Dickerson's apartment do not resound with the persistent snoring of husband John, more's the pity. There can be only one reason for this astounding phenomenon. John Dickerson is not home. Two o'clock in the morning finds Mrs. Dickerson on the telephone with Sister Clara. Listen. What did you say, Blanche? I said I haven't heard from John since he left for work. You'd think he'd telephone me or something. Well, maybe he tried to call. He had the phone tied up for over an hour, Blanche. You called me three times. He's never done this before. I think he wants to upset me. He gets so angry every time I spend a dollar. He says I'm the biggest spendthrift in California. Am I, Clara? I don't think so. Well, John does. And you know how careful I am about money. Yes, Blanche. Well, I have to give the baby a bottle. You do? What time is it there in New York? <laughs> it's almost 5.30 in the morning. You want to get the bottle every two hours now. He's four weeks old. He hasn't gained much, though. What does he weigh? 61 pounds. <laughs> I think he's the cutest little thing I ever saw. Did John's shoes fit him all right? Well, they pinch a little in the toes. Oh, you can get him stretched. Oh, I think John's here. Goodbye, Clara. John! I can't find the glass of light switch. Oh, I'm so glad you're home, sweetheart. I'm in here. Huh? Never mind the light. Come right to bed, darling. Oh, I must have the wrong apartment. Excuse <laughs> me, madam. John, come back here. Oh. Where have you been? Working. Get undressed. I'm exhausted. Why didn't you call? Don't throw your good coat on the floor, John. You can sweep it up in the morning. <laughs> no call, no message, no nothing. Why didn't you call? Didn't have a nickel. You did, too. You had a quarter in your pocket this morning. <laughs> Who'd you take to dinner tonight? <laughs> the whole chorus from Earl Carroll. <laughs> That's me, boy. Diamond Tim Dickerson. Don't be so funny. Oh, I'm not funny. I'm exhausted. That you never even thought of calling me. Other men call their wives. If Mel Shaw leaves the house for even five minutes, he calls Louise. Calls her what? Thought <laughs> you care about me. I've been sitting here worrying myself into a stew. What did you eat? Stew. <laughs> John Dickinson, let me look at you. Are you sure you've been at the office till now? Well, where do you think I've been? I don't know. You didn't pass a cocktail bar on your way home, did you? I never pass a cocktail bar. <laughs> I did not. You had more than one. I didn't have any. Then why are you trying to take your pants off over your head? <laughs> what pants? This is a sweater you made for me out of your old slacks. <laughs> I'm the only man in town with a V-neck seat. Stop complaining. It keeps you warm. Put out the lights, Blanche. I can't hold my eyes open. John, you're not going to sleep in that horrible old sheepskin vest. Well, I'm cold. Take it off. It looks hideous. Nobody sees it. Now, you just get up and put on some pajamas. I hate pajamas. They strangle me. Well, you can't wear that thing. And too. What if there's a fire? I won't go. <laughs> Good night, Blanche. You just get out of that bag and hang up your clothes. Don't leave them for me. Blanche, I'm sleepy. I'm always crawling under the dresser and picking up your collar buttons. Pick up your ties and pick up your handkerchiefs. What do you think I am, a vacuum cleaner? No, Blanche, a vacuum cleaner can be turned off. 
Show me a favor, will you? I worked 18 hours today. Just let me close my eyes for a couple of hours, will you? I'm afraid the minute you fall asleep, you'll start snoring. No, I won't snore. I never snore. How can you say that? You never missed a single night since the second day we were married. Mm. You snore on Monday. You snore on Tuesday. On Wednesday, you snore. On Thursday, you snore. So what do you do tonight? Mm. Oh, my... I was working. What for? Because I get paid for overtime and we need the money. That's 
to make a payment on my car next week. $84. Where will you get that? I got it. It's in the desk drawer. No, it isn't. You didn't look today. There's only $60 in that drawer, John. What happened to the other $24? Don't look at me. Listen, Blanche, there are only two people who have a key to that drawer. You and I, and $24 is missing. Well, let's each put back $12 and say no more about it. I knew it. What did you blow it on? I had to pay the phone bill. Made a few long-distance calls. Long-distance calls? Who did you call for $24? My sister, Clara. I was worried. She had a tooth pulled. How could you squander my money like that? I deny myself everything. Do I even buy toothpaste? No. I've been brushing my teeth with a whisk broom. <laughs> my sick tinfoil and my cavities are safe on dentist bills. I've been wearing an upper plate that belongs to my cousin. And she calls New York every five minutes. Don't make such a fuss. Sarah's my only sister, and I have a perfect right to call her. Anyway, Barney's in the hospital. Who's Barney? Clara's husband. When he was out looking for a job, he tripped over a bar rail, and two cases of bourbon fell on his head. <laughs> First time the drinks were ever on again. How can you say that? Barney's not, Pete. He takes good care of Clara. She has a lovely home and they've got money for everything. Oh, sure, money for everything. Don't sneer. Last week Clara had her tonsils taken out and Venetian blinds put in. <laughs> With a mouth like hers, they could do it. If that bum Barney isn't working, where do they get the dough? Accident insurance. He's selected a fortune on accident insurance. Every time Clara has a baby, he jumps off the roof. What? He doesn't hurt himself too bad, just enough to collect the insurance. You haven't got any, have you, John? No, I don't want to talk about it. I want to sleep. But suppose something happens to you. What if you have an accident and you can't work? Then we'll starve. We're starving now. That's too bad. Need for you to talk like that. If anything happened, I'd be left helpless and destitute. Why don't you get some accident insurance, John? I'll get some next week. You say it, but you won't do it. Why don't you get it now? What? Go on, get up and get some accident insurance. Frank, are you out of your mind? It's almost 3 o'clock in the morning. But people have accidents all hours of the night. I'm not going to have any accidents tonight. How do you know? Blanche, why don't you let me sleep? Well, just promise you'll get some accident insurance. Why? Because it's a wonderful protection. Clara told me two weeks ago a man broke his hip and he got $5,000. Last week, Barney fractured his skull and got $10,000. What about it? Next week, you may be the lucky one. Good night, Blanche. Good night, John. <laughs>